Warning, the following episode contains discussions of a frank and sexual nature, so if you're under 18 or you're easily offended or you don't want to listen to that or you're one of my relatives or I kind of don't want to listen to that, please don't listen to this episode and come back next week for Trek Off. The End Light Podcast Network. The hot mess with Trek Off, Pop Off, and Ninjas vs. You. Also, Ninjas vs. Zombies, the movie, and Ninjas vs. Vampires, the movie. All at End Light Entertainment. It's time for Trek Off, the Star Trek podcast that will kick you in your effing teeth. Welcome to Trek Off. I am Justin. And I'm Alexia. Alexia. I I corrected myself. And Mr. A nods at me knowingly. He looks sage-like in his hat. And she go, he goes, yes, you've said it correctly, my son. And she would hit you limply. Why would she hit me limply? Because right now she is dying. I'm dying. She's very sick. And she decided to tell me that she was so sick after she arrived at my house. <clears throat> Thanks. No nod for my dedication, motherfucker. <laughs> We're dedicated to you, dear listeners, and, and not to keeping ourselves healthy. Listen, okay, you know what? Right, no, Suck that, that, my dick. It will not be the first nor the last time you hear it. <laughs> Do you submit that? I submit. Suck my dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sincerely do. Oh, it's really appropriate that you're actually talking about sucking your dick because today on Trek Off, we are talking about sex. Oh, that's right. Sex Yay! on Star Trek. Talking about the fuck factor. This is going to be a really fuck factor five. <laughs> this is going to be a really short <laughs> podcast because I can't think of all that much sex on Star I'm sure we can get to some. Are you kidding me? What There's is some. fucking wrong with you? There's uh, I Okay. Uh, I... I uh, proceed. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's your show. Go for it. And now I'll take it away. No, I'll be the sidekick. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm the man guy. The man. Listen, it's not so much about like finding like sex in it. It's it's more of a philosophical discussion about who you would fuck and who and and the, oh, is and that the it? yeah. It's more about like the the fuck factor, right? If, if, if fuck factor of ten is like the most fuckable a person could be. Right? Really, really. So on a show where there are generally two kind of handsome women on every series until you get to Voyager, that's that's what you give me? What do you mean until you get to Voyager? Well, I mean, Jerry Ryan is the... is No, okay. It's not entirely true. There's... Okay, I, I, have, a few, I have a few things I can do. I didn't realize... I thought we were going to talk about actual sex like on the show. I mean, we can talk we can about it, too. but it's... Because there is some. Because there is certain... I mean, if we're going to talk about Kirk, that, that dude got it on. Two important kisses on the show, on, on Star Trek. Uh, the original series, the first interracial kiss, and mm, DS9, that. the first uh, homosexual kiss. So, there's that. There is that. They both cheated to accomplish it. To make well, of course. But, I mean, that's that's fine. In what way? Well, like the, in in the interracial kiss, it was like they um, they're forced they're forced to do it by like magical crazy beings or whatever. And they don't and they don't show it. He like gets in for the kiss and then he tilts her over and you see the back of his head and they are kissing, but you don't see the lip lock. Um, and on DS Nine, it's a uh, Dax and a um, Dax who was in a heterosexual relationship, and and they're you know they're trills, so they 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 continue their like a symbiote inside of them switches bodies. I've told you it's just the one with the dots on them. Yeah. The tattoos I want to get. So and so now they're both women. It when they were involved they were both they were one man, one woman, and now they're both women. 
and they do kiss, but the relationship is based on a previously existing heterosexual relationship. So it's not. But why is that relevant? I almost think that's even better. Well, the thing. You know the, what I mean? Because it's, well, it's, thing it's, is, it's more that, about the connection and less about the gender role. Uh, the gender role. Well, yeah. never, never before or really since have you indicated in any way that Dax was in any way inter- interested in anyone except a man. So in the case of this, it's like I am interested in. They don't have a, a, a homosexual attraction happening. So it's not the, the, the homosexual lifestyle is in no way represented by this. In the same way that that interracial couples are, are no way represented by the the original one, in this way the homosexual lifestyle is in no simply way because it wasn't like she saw some chick walking by and was like, "That's hot." Well, it's simply because she was because not, I, I would she, submit. I would like to submit. Like, I mean, I I I don't. Hold I, on, everyone, take a drink. Take a drink. You got chug. I, I don't know if this is you know necessarily true, but like at least a homosexuality occurs to be assured. It's, it's got to do with you know being attracted to the same sex like in a physical sense but it you know there's i it's like a spectrum i don't i think somebody told me that's like the true like the true shit but it's always occurred you to know me that smirnoff is kosher thank you for that tidbit sorry <laughs> you seriously my brain is not functioning you cannot fucking derail me tonight because i will never find my way <laughs> you know who i am <laughs> no because <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> Okay. I, All right, and I we're have, done for tonight. <laughs> Trek off, That's bitches. So, no, I, I guess my point is, is that wait, no, damn it, motherfucker! Right, I had something happening. That's table. what you there get. Go. Okay, go um, fuck. You what was I saying? You give me your Daryl, point. What was I saying? His name oh. is Mister A. People will find out. Oh, sorry. You're not allowed to have a name. Um, yes, and, and we can't call Kelly Kelly. She's mi- oh, oh no. <laughs> fuck. It's like a spectrum, right? Like uh, where there are people who are like all the way at one end or all the way at the other. But I think the majority of people kind of fall someplace in the middle. And that's what it occurs as being more about the person and less about what their specific gender is. Like homosexuality doesn't occur to me as like just you want the same sex. Like that's not what's important about it. It's that, it's that it doesn't. It's to me, homosexuality or, or, or heterosexuality is like. It, it shouldn't matter, right? It should just be about the person. And if that person happens to be the same sex, fine. And if they aren't, that's fine too. Like what you I see, like about I, it I, is I, they I, make it a non-issue. I entirely disagree with you. Of course you do. <gasps> Shocker! You know what's really funny? We can almost make a, po- a, a bumper sticker that says, I disagree with you and underneath, of course you do. Because <laughs> it happens. Um, as, as a heterosexual... I don't like these banana ones as much, FYI. That, that requires context. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. They'll figure it the fuck out. We're eating trail mix. I provide context. He made me eat the trail mix. Let's be clear. Yes, yes. I, I held a phaser to her head. He and, did. You will eat... And, he's, and he said it to kill. It's not unstun. That's fucked up. I set the trail mix to kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and uh, I only have one raisin left. Motherfucker. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally, Mr. A's over there going... Okay. <laughs> I'm just warning you about bitches right now. I am spooling my brain He's is just going us out. To move it along. Um, okay. The I guess I guess my Oh, point. you you completely disagree. Go ahead. No, no. I disagree in that as a as a 100% heterosexual being, I I think that it's it's I don't I don't see sexuality as a spectrum at all. I like I like chicks and I don't really have any interest. I like I I have said this. I've got. got You've a, never thought a guy was attractive. You can't like no. objectively say a guy is no. attractive. I'll go. I will go further as to say I don't understand heterosexual women. 
Like I don't know. I I don't understand. So basically, you're a broken human being, is what you're telling me. No, I'm saying that I don't <laughs> understand. I'm saying that I don't understand my wife's attraction to me. Uh, that, or, or, <laughs> I was, no, I won't say okay, it. It's, it's too wide open. No, I won't I say it. That. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, the point. The point being, I look at men. I say. I say that we're 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 hairy. We're disgusting. We're simpletons for the most part. We. You know, we we are. I just I don't I don't understand women's attraction to men at all. I don't I don't understand. You know, I don't. I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't understand why a woman would look at a man and go and go. I find that attractive. They, even even like the 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 like the hard bodied guys. I like like what I like about women so much is that there there is is the softness and the complexity of 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 spirit and the and and. You know, I can look at a man and, and knowing knowing what the ideals are and, you know, being that I was a comic book artist and I would, you know, try to draw attractive people, I would go, I, I could go, okay, I can look at this person and say that they are objectively attractive. But I honestly, like when, like when I had to do scenes on stage and stuff, you know, when she hates the trail mix. We're gonna have to make popcorn and not burn it later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, capable. Oh wow! Thank you oh. for that. Uh, I just I don't under like so I don't see this spectrum at all. And I just I I entirely don't get the attraction to men. I see that you don't see it as a spectrum because you happen to be one of these people that's all the way on a particular end of it, right? And, I, and, and I that's would, I would submit I would like to submit that that's a rarity. It occurs I, to me as a rarity because I certainly can see the attractiveness of both men and women. I can, and that's not necessarily saying I want to hop in a sack and fuck a chick because that's not true. Yeah, but, but you know, like, you know, the reason I, th- I the reason I think that is is a you are wired as a human being to find men attractive, and b women are very attractive. So I think it's very easy. I think I've heard a lot of women say that that sexuality is on a spectrum, but I choose men because women are a, objectively even even women who don't believe that it's on a spectrum will go. I find the female form beautiful and and and. More so than the male form. I mean, we're we're essentially, you know, rect- rectangles with a with an antenna, you know, and that's that's kind of. I mean, all we yeah. Are. I mean, it, to some extent, that's not wrong. Like, there are parts about the males that are attractive, though, like backs and 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 you know, buttocks and chests. Chests are very attractive, um, you know, when they look nice. Anyway. Um, but you, but you get my point. Is that, is no, that, I'm yeah. There, if you're gonna look at it just objectively, and you're just gonna look at form, then yes, I can see where the the shapes made by a female form is more ple- is is more pleasant. But I think that's largely because you, as a guy, are again wired that way. You're talking about being wired a particular way, and you're wired to be attracted to that. And here's the thing: like, I think the reason you get that answer more often from women is, is more because it's it's more socially acceptable for us to feel that way. Hey Jethro, how do you feel about gay sex? I think gay sex is wrong. I mean, with women. Oh, well, that's fine. <laughs> it's, I mean, that I think that that's what I'm saying. It's more socially yeah. acceptable, so women. It's okay for women to think other women are attractive and to find men attractive. And I think that guys don't have that same freedom, generally speaking. So they kind of have to pick one or the other. And I don't. I don't. For me, it's not a matter. It has never been a matter of freedom. And I'm. You know, I am not the most. I'm not the most like masculine guy in the entire world. They're very, very famous. I'll tell, I'll tell you a story that's sort of famous in my canon of stories. I had a girlfriend in high school for like a year. We split up. Um, and later on in life, I became very good friends with her, with her high school best friend. Um, and when I became friends with her high school best friend, 
she went back and told the former girlfriend, hey, I'm friends with Justin now. And the former girlfriend uh, said, uh, said, oh, what's he like now? And then she said, well, he's married now and has a nice life and, you know, is a little less dramatic than he used to be. And and uh, the uh, the former girlfriend said married and the best friend said, yeah. And the former girlfriend said to a girl. <laughs> this, this was a girlfriend and and the the so not as not the most masculine guy in the world i can still say that for me i'd never felt that it was because of some social stigma that pushes me that way it's just that is the way i am i am wired it's like uh, given given guys a hug even occasionally feels like awkward and strange so but how does this somehow conflict with the idea of a spectrum because I, I don't see myself on the spectrum. I'm not saying that the idea of a spectrum doesn't exist. If there's a spectrum I, I, and there's all the way this way and there's all the way this way, which means there's nothing of this mm-hmm. over on this end and there's nothing of this She's over on this end. Up. Everybody knows they're not dumb. If they're listening to this podcast, they know what a spectrum is. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I would like to submit that they're not stupid. Um, so that would that doesn't like refute what you're no, saying. No, I, I guess what I you dis- know. I guess what I disagree with is that you said that that people that, that the majority of people exist sort of in the center. No, not in the center. There. I said along it. I think that there are like it is in any spectrum. You know, of, I, I, of, and of I would stuff like to like that. that you would that you would find eighty percent of people all the way on one side or the other. The hetero side. All the, hetero- the way. No, all, all the or way. Like- no, no, not just the hetero side. I would say. I would say even even most gay people I know. I would say. Uh, the the percentage would be different. I'd say fifty percent of the gay people I know would consider themselves completely on, on one, yeah, on the, on the homosexual side of the spectrum. The guys who are attractive, uh, attracted to men, fifty percent of them would go. I would never. I have no desire to ever go back to being with a woman. Go back uh, to, yeah. Well, in, in that because most people try because yeah. they don't know what they want. You yeah, and they're told you know, that that's what and they, they're told know, that's what they're supposed you know, to do, and, so they and, do and, it. And I and and again, I I want to I I want to stray away from from making any moral judgments but the, the question the, the the point that i guess that i'm making is that is that i feel that that most people exist on one far end or the other of the spectrum which is why which is why i felt like if they really wanted to be groundbreaking in that star trek episode they would have they would have something that uh they would have something that doesn't um start as a heterosexual relationship so the kiss hold on a second mr a yeah the kiss that you're referring to is a heterosexual kiss between two women. Yes. Okay. Now you mentioned something that this doesn't represent the homosexual lifestyle. I thought that was an interesting comment. Um, the homosexual lifestyle, can you explain kind of what you mean by that? They have homosexual feelings toward one another? How is that a lifestyle? It, it's it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle in that, that in that it's a lifestyle. And that it's Here's a, the thing, because well, from what you're saying, right, is that you're saying that basically I, I will, a homosexual. I will happily withdraw the, withdraw the word lifestyle if that makes you happier. No, but no, no, that, no, no. That, I'm that, just saying, like, so if if you're, but here's what yeah. here's what I'm hearing from you, well, right? You you are you are trying to challenge me. That's because that's what makes good radio. So that's fine. You're you're fine saying you're saying that. Um, I mean, besides I have Smirnoff <laughs> and it's kosher. You're <laughs> from the Jewish lifestyle. I told you my brain doesn't work. So anyway, hold on a second. Welcome to Trek Off with Justin and Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, who's seen like a quarter of all Star Trek. Okay. Your premise then it's because like what I seem to be hearing from you then is that, you know, the, the relationships that homosexuals have is, is based 
primarily on the fact that the other person is the same sex. And what I'm saying is, is that I, yes, that's like, it's just like any relationship. Attraction is a part of it, but it doesn't occur to me as the biggest part of it. No, no. Right. So like I, what I think about that kiss then is that it's, it's transcending it's not about sexuality. It's not about it being a homosexual kiss or about it being a heterosexual kiss. And that's why I, that's what I like about it because it's not about showing, ooh, we're going to be really, look, it's a homosexual kiss. It's like, look, it doesn't fucking matter. But it's also not as groundbreaking. And that's and how not how not kiss yeah that's, okay now that's true because everybody knows that's fucking that, hot, is, right? that is that is that is really cute to see them kiss although i i wish that dax's partner had maybe been a little more attractive i just feel like yeah i just feel like that there there has been in a show like star trek which has been as um as groundbreaking in some <clears throat> some ways as it has it's been light on that particular issue um I know that originally they talked about having a a gay character on Enterprise and they were going to just have it not matter. They were going to be gay. And they were even there was even going to be an episode of The Next Generation I that I recently read um, in an interview, I think, with Rick Berman, where he said that the plan was for there to be two guys, two Starfleet officers walking down the, the corridor and they were just going to have a conversation where, like Riker said to them, "How long you got? How long you been together?" They're going to be like four years, and the conversation that was going to be it, and the conversation was going to end. They were going to walk their merry way. There was going to be no sex. There was going to be no anything, and the parents' groups couldn't complain or anything because it's not like they're saying, "How long have you been married?" or "How long have you been gay lovers?" They're just saying, "Been together." And and to any kid that would really bother, you could go like, "How long you been friends?" But or the whatever, the yeah. insinuation was to be that no, they were a couple. But they were just going to kind of not. They, they're going to ask the same, ask it the same way, you, the way you would a guy and a girl being together, and they cut the scene. They deliberately. Why? They de- because they felt that it would be too incendiary. See, because oh, wow. that's that's the wrong place. That's that's the wrong play. Rod that's not right. Yeah, Rod, Roddenberry. Uh oh. <laughs> let's ask him. Let's ask Gene. Oh, t- let's not ask Gene. No, Gene, don't do it. On. Hello, hello, Alexia. It's Gene. No, because that's not you know why? Because Gene Roddenberry can say my name right. I'm gonna tell uh, you right Alexia, now. I just met you, Alexia. Let me try. Alexia, hello. I'm Gene Roddenberry. I'm British. Did you know I was British? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am British. Wait, ask me anything. Ask me a question, please. What about gay gay lovers? I think. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I think Justin should ask you since he's the one who called you. It's, it's just, Justin left to get more trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your question? I will not be a part of this. I refuse. Okay. Gay sex. Go. Um, I, I, I'm taking off my pants. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> See, whatever Justin calls Hudgene Roddenberry, apparently he just takes his pants off. Uh, I'm not certain why. Because I like my Roddenberries. You are a sad, sad little man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, what? Sad, oh, sad, oh! The word line is, "You are a sad, strange little man." Ah, uh, fair. Toy okay. Toy All right. Touche. Touche. Stand corrected. I like it when you touch my touche. <laughs> oh, Gene. <laughs> oh, such so, such a cad that Gene. Um, <laughs> Apparently. And we're losing subscribers. It's really fun. I've been watching our subscribers, and like, we'll go up. And then it goes down the next day by a couple of times. <laughs> down. Which means people are subscribing and listening and deciding not and to subscribe saying, anymore. And saying, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, no, we don't don't need to hear about Gene Roddenberry taking off his pants. Strangely enough. So. Um, 
Since well, we're on the subject of Dax, though, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, I, I, I am honestly, I am, I'm disappointed that they cut it simply because that's what I like to see. Like there was a play I saw once that um, was about a gay couple, and it was just a love story. Like it wasn't a play; it, might, it was a play or it was a movie. It was a movie, and it was just a love story. The fact that they were gay was absolutely irrelevant. Like, it wasn't the point. You know what I mean? Like, and I prefer that. Like, we don't need to make a point about it because then it's, it's, it's making it like this isn't normal and this is, but, but it's still really great. And it occurs to me it's just normal. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. There, you know, like, let's just treat it like a heterosexual relationship. And that's what I like about that, that they had a scene that that's what it was. It wasn't about, oh, look, they're gay. Check it out. You know, it's like, Look, they're gay. But whatever. But you know, the thing is, is they weren't, and that's and that's why I feel like the the why it's not as groundbreaking as they wanted to be. Eventually, uh, uh, or rather not. But I think they were. That's what I'm saying. They weren't drawing it. It wasn't about it being heterosexual or homosexual. It was. It was two beings. Are you talking about the kiss? Right. I'm talking about the kiss. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a. It's just about two people. That happened to have started in a heterosexual. It's now, not relevant. Why well, is it relevant? Well, because if she had, if they want, if they wanted to have that, and they wanted to be truly groundbreaking, then it would have been. How I don't understand how it's less groundbreaking. That's the part I'm missing. Because all it is is two women kissing. It's not two homosexual women kissing. They're both heterosexual. They're both interested in men. The reason they're kissing is because it's an extension of their heterosexual relationship. So it it there is still. In the history of Star Trek, there has never been a homosexual relationship. And it continues there. Um, and I just feel for a for for a show that touted it as... It, it does, it, yeah. It feels a little bit like it was cashing in on two chicks kissing because who doesn't? I mean, who hasn't? I'm just saying really? it's, a, it's a little, little cop-out-ish. Um, not like the movie Cop-Out, which was also terrible. But it's a little, it's a little just not... not really? They're calling it uh, they're, what? Is, do you not like the banana you're eating, or what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> she's, she's, she's exploring yogurt forever. covered, really? Because chocolate covered, who likes that? I don't know. Everybody, they're called raisinets. Wow, you're really angry. <laughs> so, and and you're and you're you're dressed like Madonna, circa 1986, <laughs> <laughs> and it's glorious. She is a material girl, um, and I'm in a material world. So I think that in terms of of being groundbreaking, they they made attempts, um, and I feel like ultimately they can be praised for making the attempts, but it wasn't you know it's not Will and Grace, you know, and it's not you know the Jeffersons. It's it's in both cases they tried to be groundbreaking, but they took a step back because of an element of fear. Yes, and that that uh, that is disappointing. I, I would like to see them be fearless. And they and won't just, be, and and you're not going to see it for a while. You're certainly not going to see it in the films. Um, the the character of um, of Lieutenant Hawk in uh, Star Trek: First Contact. Hmm. He's the new the the guy operating Wesley's position in Star Trek: First Contact, and he seems like he's becoming a main character. Spoiler alert: He's the one guy who dies and becomes a Borg in First Contact. He was also supposed to have been gay, and they didn't. They cut that out of the movie, and I think that ultimately the. Um, what I've read uh, in terms of whether or not they're going to do it in the movies, I've read an article, and I wish I could tell you who it was with, but that it's essentially the movies are not going to be the place to do that because the movies are going to be about streamlining a story and not getting sidetracked by anything distracting. Um, whereas the shows can be the shows can be about a particular, you know, yeah, you can have a whole show about 
you know, racism, for well, instance, they, well, or okay, about, you know. I will, I'll tell you the one place where they tried it was um, Riker has a relationship with a, with a non-gendered uh, person. And and she wants to be a female in, in a society that re- that feels like any acceptance of gender is uh, is wrong. Uh, she has a relationship with Riker or it has a relationship. <laughs> but, she, but, but, but she says, I am a female. I feel like I'm a female and I want to have a relationship with Riker. Um, I think that ultimately the problem is that that they had the actress as a woman they had Riker ultimately choose her as a woman again. Again, it was about a heterosexual relationship, but it was them trying to actively deal with the fact that that sexuality was playing into into the story. And so, I think that was them trying to be groundbreaking there. But I think again, ultimately, they pulled back. Yeah, and I while I like, I prefer the little stuff that you were talking about before. That was just it's just everyday everyday life. There's you know. No big deal here. I I like that. Like me personally because it's it speaks I'd like to think it speaks to the future. You know, like to to the future that Roddenberry had envisioned. That it's not about race, it's not about sexuality, it's not you know, we've gotten we've we've finally gotten above all that bullshit and it's just not relevant. And I like it. I do like when they shine a spotlight on on stuff like with the racism one and I guess with this one a little bit because it's like it's not happening with them, right? Like this is some other race that's dealing with some stuff that we've dealt with or that we're familiar with. And well, that we can, was the way that they always sort of dealt with it was to say this is this is the other. I, we can watch them from the outside. right. But but I'd like to see, and I, I love, I really like the idea of of having that stuff be a part of life in the Federation. That this is the future, and we're not bogged down all that by all that bullshit the same way that we're not busy having a bunch of wars at home you but know yet, we've like but, figured but, our shit out to but some yet extent. at the same time we've seen we've seen five casts of seven and every single person in that fi- in those five casts of seven have at one point or another had a romantic relationship and none of those five casts of seven have ever had a same-sex relationship and we're talking 30 35 relationships that we've seen and not a single one of them has been so so you're saying you know that they just sh- it should just sort of be not there and i'm saying but we've seen every every single one of them has had a member of the opposite sex that they had a relationship with and not ne- never any inclination of of attraction i don't mean not there i mean i think maybe i'm not making myself clear what i mean by not there is like just not that the stigma is not there right yeah okay. like it's there right but nobody's talking about it nobody's worried about it you know, it's, it's, they've, we've, yeah, we've gotten past that. Like when, when you talk, when you hear, you know, like Picard telling people like, you know, the sort of Federation spiel, if you will. And how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? How many licks does it take, Admiral? Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to derail it. It's a funny thing. Okay, listen. I listen. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say this. I was. I swear, everybody's gonna think I'm like on drugs right now. I you, swear. Maybe I'm you not. should be. Maybe, uh, maybe, Nike, maybe that's Nike, the Nike, answer Nike for you. Listen. I think that the uh, that for those of you looking for 
for hot homosexual relationships between Kirk and Spock, look up um, a very forward-thinking group of people called Slash Fiction. Um, because you can find lots and lots of slash fiction on the internet about hot homosexual love between Kirk and Spock. It's out there. That doesn't surprise me even a little bit. Um, but now let's 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 get. Uh, well, know, then we're gonna get to that. Let's his, get let's his get name down. His bones. We, no, we got to get down to the fuck factor because that's how, that's what that's what this plays okay, in. Okay, let's it, let's let's do it right? fast. That's the reason because Kirk, the fuck factor's through the roof. Like really? Oh yeah. All all Kirks. Three Kirks. Young Kirk, Old Kirk, New Kirk. Young Kirk through the roof. Old Kirk's still pretty fucking high up there. Until, frankly. well, I'd say until like Star Trek V. I like, I, I, the, nah, I just, you know, like when I was going when, back when, and I recently saw, you know, Generations. When he's uh, chopping wood in Generations and he's making eggs and, and that's saying fucking, deal. I'd you, still you, fuck you, the shit out of him. You'd, you'd still fuck old, old Kirk. Yes. Now, wow. I wouldn't break my marital vow to do that. Let's be clear. Or his hip. <laughs> his hip he still looks pretty hardy i'm just saying <laughs> like dill why is he climbing a mountain um he wants to hug the mountain um uh so what about new kirk new new kirk oh yeah yeah i'd say i'd say amazingly fuckable he I, i'd say he probably exudes more of that sexuality even than no, old kirk no wrong you are really? wrong they both are a fuck factor of 10 that's just really? true yes Absolutely. I wonder if there's slash slash fiction where they're doing each other. I bet there is. That would be interesting. That'd be f- you that, know, wouldn't that break some shit though? That'd be a temporal paradox. Temporal paradox. That's what I'm saying. A paradox. Te- a paradox. Tempor- a temporal paradox. <laughs> 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 nice pun. You're welcome. You're welcome. Spock. Now there's an interesting episode of Deep Space Nine where they go back in time um, to the epi- the original series tri- uh, Trouble Tribbles. It's called Trials and Tribulations. I love that episode. And in it. Uh, Cisco's talking to Dax and Dax is looking at Kirk and Spock and going, oh, he's so hot. I, when I see him in person, he's even hotter than I and thought. And she's talking about and, Spock. And, and yeah, and yep. Cisco goes, well, Kirk had the reputation as a ladies' man. And you go, no, Spock. Yep, because he has a high fuck factor as well. Both Spocks? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Which one more? That is a tough, tough... I'm going to have to give it to Quinto. I'm going to have to give it to Quinto. I think that Nimoy is just little too lanky i mean i i'm not a judge but i mean i i see where you're going with that i see where you're going with that but and and this could be a purely emotional thing on my part right because quinto don't get me wrong hot but and he'll eat your brain (laughs) and he will cut your head open and eat your brain um (laughs) i mean who doesn't like that so hot right now (laughs) not my joke but okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um but i would still I, I would i would say that they're both solidly tied at a nine just just behind kirk's wow okay anyone else on the original series well i, I guess we have to talk about bones a little we do. old on we the original on the original on series, the original but th- but he's such a gentleman he is a gentleman and there's something really alluring about that. And I mean, you got to consider the first episode that you ge- that generally you get to see, right? I mean, because no, no, nobody really saw yeah. the pilot until like later, right? And he's not in the first like two or three episodes of the show right. either. But when you first see him, like he's, I believe it's the episode with the face sucker chick and he's like getting a woman. Well, like I, he's I, revisiting an old flame. I will say this about, about um, spot or bones on the show. On the show... He always had his shit together. He was he mm. had his shit together like uh like Spock, but was emotional like Kirk. 
Yeah. And and that was what made him interesting on the show. Now I think once once time you get once you get to the movies, he is the old man. And that's it's different. It's a different dynamic. It's an, it's a dynamic I prefer. He's suddenly the father figure where on the show he wasn't. He was just the older friend, the big brother. See, I don't see that. I feel like he's still the older friend, the big brother in the in the movies. Uh, I feel like the age difference is just too extreme. Nah. And maybe that's because I I I'm feeling the the same vibe. Yeah. You know, from the series, and and that's just carrying over for me because I'm not considering their ages. Like I'm, I'm kind of bad at telling age generally. Speaking. Any, any other original series folks that you would? I mean, wait. So, so he's fuckable. He's like an eight, right? I'm really an eight. You're gonna reserve. I Yeoman Janice. Yeoman Janice. Janice Rand. Now that is a fuck factor of ten. Uh, yeah. Uh, she not is hot. Okay, I, without the hair. I can't right? I, take I away can't, the hairstyle. I can't take it to ten. Here's the reason I can't take it to ten. There are tens to come. There, there, there is. Okay, that's yeah. All right, I, all right, all right. I don't right, want to give okay. her ten for the same reason. I don't want you to give bones an eight. All right, then, then we'll. Okay, 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 okay. We'll give, we'll give him, we'll give him, we'll give, we'll give bones a six. Yeah, because I mean that's it, that's probably more accurate. I just I love the man. So yeah, I know, and he's he's lovable, but. You know, well, and I had a I had a discussion with somebody about like having I, like a crazy sex orgy and like who would be involved and who would be invited. Well, I would like I, for I, me, and I'm like, here's what it would be: it would be Kirk, it would be Spock, it would be Bones, it would be Janice, it would be um, and this is all from the like the original series, like when they're young. Um, it would be Chekhov, it would be Ahura. It's the whole cast. You're listing the whole cast. No, and Scotty, and that's and that's everyone except for Sulu and Chekhov. They have to just. Sit I there said Chekhov, but so, uh, Sulu doesn't. Sulu? He just doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. Yeah, Sulu. Sulu has to be like over there, just with another okay. guy. Okay, no, it would be Sulu, but it would have to be him from um when he's when he's half naked fencing. Naked, naked time. Yeah. Right. And he then he's naked. And it's time for naked that. Naked time. And it would have to be on the bridge of the Enterprise. He'd turn you down. Yeah. He'd be like, no, I'd rather have Chekhov. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. He's on, you know. But he, it would be an orgy. Why? Why would he say no? I'm you just know, saying. You know, he's on. He's on Howard. He's on Howard Stern all the time now. Is he really? You no, know, he's he he is on Howard Stern for like three weeks a year for seven days. That's and, awesome. And, and is very frank about his his sexual relationship um, with his husband Brad. Nice. Yeah. I like it. And and very frank, like about. I dig it. How he why, was why attracted to Boy Scouts and stuff. <laughs> and like and like and like his first homosexual experience, like when he was 15, and stuff. It's like. He's he's very very frank about it. Um, Good for him. Uh, I would say, I mean, really, my only choices on there are, are Janice Rand, Nurse Chapel, and uh, and um, Uhura. yeah, Nurse Chapel doesn't really do it for me either. Now, here's the reason: Janice Rand is is pretty, and I like her, but I would give her a four because I think that they get sexier later. Um, uh, I would say that Uhura, I can't even look at sexually because my in, I was introduced to her through the movies. And and even when I see young Uhura, all I see is sort of the old Uhura she's going to become, because uh, she wasn't given much screen time in the in the series. And you know, again, Star Trek Five fan dance. It's just hard for me to get past. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. It's a te- it's a temp it's a temporal vortex that goes back in time to the sixties. Is like her doing the fan dance at 70, at 70 years old goes back in time to the 60s. That bitch was so hot. Oh, on I the see series. that. I mean, oh my I s- God. I see that. I can I can objectively see that. It's just very difficult for me to get past the fan dance. It just like, it goes backwards. It goes everything, you know, it's like, it's like seeing a beautiful girl pooping, but when you do, it's done. And you're like, okay, okay, next. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 
<laughs> so, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said it, it's like a beautiful. You know what you said. Really, don't I have to I play said. it back for you. I didn't expect <laughs> it to be, have quite the reaction it did. Um, I've never heard anybody <laughs> say such a thing. And you know there are people that are into that. I'm just saying. I love it. They're all German. Um. <laughs> Why are they German? Because they're German. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with German people? Now um. every German listening is like, fuck you, motherfucker. No, because they don't know what I'm saying. And they don't know what I'm I like that because none of them speak English. <laughs> no. Or like Star Trek. I love German. I'm German. I'm part German. Bullshit. My grandmother's maiden name is Steinmeier. Sorry. I like Dijon mustard. <laughs> oh, oh well now it's definitive <laughs> is it Dijon French <laughs> yes yes it is <laughs> I, I like brought worse um <laughs> I like brought better um the <laughs> brought best <laughs> brought best in America bitch um, <gasps> wow that's so I'm so not that guy um so I just I feel like original series I have to jump to the movies I would go young Kirstie Alley in Star Trek 2 is is hell yeah as hot as a fox and and that's cool and i what's her fuck factor uh six six <clears throat> six yeah and uh savic again ood like she exudes Ooh. sexuality because savic. she she's not savic no she is savic i'm sorry um that uh, valeris uh kim cattrall Oh God! But it's because she's Kim Cattrall because her her very nature exudes sexuality. sexuality. Oh yeah. dear God! Yeah, she's um, so, so hot. So, who else do we have in the original series and the? Movie? Well, what's her fuck factor? If Christy Alley is a six, seven, and I would say then then you have. Um, You're who? not going to give Kim Cattrall eight, really? No, I'm not. All right. Um, and not even on Sex of the City. Uh, she's she exudes sexuality. No, I give Kim Cattrall an eight, like you know, in Mannequin and you know what, like, she, on she, Star Trek. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, she exudes sexuality that overcomes her looks, because um, I just don't find her attractive. But she exudes really. But she exudes sexuality, so that helps. Um, I find her attractive, and she exudes. I the find sexuality, I find so. other people on Star Trek considerably more attractive than her. Um, All right, let's hear it. Uh, and who else do we have in the original series? Carol Marcus, I guess. David's mom. Kirk's. David's oh right yeah, right 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 yeah so uh, eh. and again eh. I'm so, not feeling that so the original series doesn't have the 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 fuck factor for me like very much it's the original series or the movie you that, cannot acknowledge that Kirk is a fuck factor of 10 sure really? I can I sure okay I can acknowledge. okay sure right. I can I, like I said I can objectively look at the guy and go and go I get what they're doing okay I, all right I think it's silly when they rip his shirt but I get that there are people who don't oh god Good. it's hot <laughs> um, now, now we can jump to now we can. Oh, wait a minute! There, there are, there is one more person in the original series. She's only one episode. Um, but uh, um, damn it! Uh, fucking Dynasty. Um, who's the most famous person from Dynasty? <laughs> I have no I'm, fucking clue. Do I sound? I watch Star Trek. Do I watch soap operas? J- Joan, Cro- Joan, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. In uh, in the sitting on the edge of forever, oh yeah, she is highly fuckable, amazingly gorgeous. And I would I would yeah. actually say some of the random ensigns and the chicks they would have on the show. Barrel sure, there's ensign. there's definitely a lot yeah. of fuckable ass running yeah. rampant in and the original I, and series. And I and I would say that that's the thing. The the maybe it's a and a carryover from the '60s, but all of the fuck factor from the original series is anonymous <laughs> for for women. 
It's just random anonymous. Oh yeah, random anonymous hot chick who you don't remember in the next episode. Yeah, not relevant. But that bitch was hot. Yeah, she was. Oh, and Kirk. And, and that it, bitch was scantily clad, and she was hot. And what's like the amazing? green chick, the fucking green oh, chick. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh dear the, the, God, the Orion slave girl. Give it to. And I, will, I, I will say this. I will say that they never just had Kirk out there to have sex. He always fell in love and would die for that. <laughs> of course, and he doesn't do shit halfway, motherfucker. Yeah, he, he's in love with her. <laughs> And then the next episode, it's like she wasn't there. No, because he ultimately he's in love with the ship. Yeah, and ultimately, and, and no woman can compete with that. And 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 his balls. And, and as soon as his balls release his love, uh, yes, he's like, that's no more love in care. there. Oh, oh it's well, like, it's time for me to go back to the Enterprise. See you, baby. Who I love. Too bad I can't stay. <laughs> I wish they would have had that that part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, the morning after was like, oh, ooh. <laughs> Well, maybe you know, I still love you, and I would still die for you, but I got this I, shit. You know what, honestly, I think he just had Scotty beam him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what <laughs> I was saying. Like, Kirk, 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 Oh, I love you. That was great. I'll be right out for breakfast. Close the door. <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Jim? Jim? Where'd he go? <laughs> James? <laughs> Warp nine. <laughs> and then she's just like there and then they like do a close up right in the eyes and it's just lit the eyes because they did that a lot in the original series they right that, they, and then there's the filter right the soft filter and then she just kind of looks up at the sky and it's the close up on the eyes with the light and the filter and she just goes Jeez! like side, that side, <laughs> side note um i really loved how in the new movie they had two shots with the face dark in the eyes of captain pike Right as they were launching, all oh the yeah, ships yeah, off. I remember you saying a, that a deliberate shot to yeah. harken back. Anyway, the um, I dig that. Go to next generation, and for me, the game changes. I'm sure for you, the game changes in the other direction. Um, so, Captain Picard. See now, and this is why I'm a diehard Kirk because while Picard has a high fuck factor, he was he was named in like 1990 like sexiest man alive. I get that. But they didn't have Sexiest Man Alive when Kirk was doing his business. Sure. He seems like Sexiest Man Alive forever. <laughs> Hello. Captain Kirk. I must take off my pants. My love is in my balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I would give... I would I would say Picard is like a high nine or a low ten. Okay. Because he doesn't trump Kirk for me. He just doesn't. Not in the fuck factor. No. Not in the fuck factor. Like he's he's strong and you definitely want to go to bed with that man. But th- let me put it this way, right? Because I've had this conversation. I don't know if I said this already, and if I did, too bad. It's the Kirk um, versus Picard conversation that you no, really no, no, should no, have. No, 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 no. This is about like you know how like like married people have their lists and stuff. Yeah. Right. Like I could fuck this person. Like if Jennifer they ever Connelly up. And, and right here's the thing there's nobody on my list like because really? I wouldn't do that no like I don't care if god who's a really hot actor right now um Macaulay Culkin very funny Zachary Quinto <laughs> uh, yeah, is very attractive he showed up at my door and was like Justin let's go Bieber. no way that's fucking disgusting um I just rub his hair all over me oh my god you have problems and his sultry voice <laughs> oh dear god I'm gonna vomit seriously stop Oh, she she really might. I really might. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't have a list, right? But if somehow young Kirk showed up, she does have a list. She's lying. She's very nice, but she's lists. Lists are usually agreed upon. Mutually agreed upon. <laughs> oh, sorry. There we go. Go ahead. I was just saying, 
the the whole notion of a list of you know of whatever the the list you guys are talking about is usually mutually agreed upon and and submitted between the husband and the wife. We don't have lists. We don't. And, and I'm, Mrs. A don't have lists. And I'm actually I'm not I'm not lying. Like I I certainly find you know a lot of other men you know to be very attractive or whatever. But like Thank I you. have I have no desire to have sex with them. You okay. know, right? Like it just—that's just not me. But if Kirk from the Enterprise, from the that, 60s. from from back in the '60s, not, showed up at my and, door, and I would turn to Daryl and I'd say, "Sweetie, you know I got to." I have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to. And, and he would. Say, I might say something like, "Let me watch." The reason I can't be involved. <laughs> <laughs> because you get it. I might say yeah. Say something like maybe. So so, Picard. Nine. But Picard would would not be on that list. Now, like Picard he, could show up, but I would be like, "That's great." The conversation. Let's, must go, have, be, let's go have a t- coffee somewhere. <laughs> the conversation must be had about Commander Riker. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the interesting thing: there are a couple of misconceptions about Riker, and there are people who disagree about Riker. Um, people go young Riker, young Svelte, Kirk-like Riker. Yes. And I submit that there are more people who are attractive to slightly heavier. More jovial because Riker was very serious in the first two seasons. Oh, but seasons. I dug that he was serious. I almost feel like he would tell you how to have sex right. But you know, but and there's that, something kind of hot about that. I'm what, just saying. That's what, but, but that's what Picard did. Once Riker kind of joked and you know played trombone and was was you know kind of kind of just. A, but that was always in there. Like you, I feel like that shit was lurking the, when he was but, young and hot. But and the guy, but, but the humor wasn't there. Later on, he was the guy who would joke. And the guy who would joke, I felt like, was was more attractive. And they really sort of played up the fact he was the Kirk who fell in love every episode. Riker is the one guy who you got the sense that he really was just fucking whatever. That he just <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, hello, hot ass. Yeah, he did. Like he that, like you didn't get the sense that he fell in love. Yeah, every no, day. they didn't make any compunctions about it. There was no illusions. It was like, yeah. I want to fuck you. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. You are hot. Now I am hot. Let's him, get it on. Him and Ensign Rowe, when they lost their memories, is just great. Oh hell yeah! When, 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 and and when they don't know who they are, then afterward, Ensign Rose hanging out with Counselor Troy, and you can't figure out what they've been talking about. <laughs> um, but that's I I would I would like to submit that that Riker is the most overtly sexual character in the Star Trek canon. That Riker is the one guy who he's a nice guy, he's a cool guy, everybody likes him, and he if if offered the opportunity, he'll hop into bed and he won't really think of it as a big deal. I could see that. I think I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. the most sexually liberal. That's great. That's a great way to That's describe it. That's a good way it. to describe it, yeah. Um, here's, the, here's the misconception about Riker. Riker shares fewer on-screen kisses than Captain Picard over the course of Next Generation. It's true. I, I like how I'm actually sitting here thinking about it as though anything is turning in my brain right now. The, re- the, reputation, the, the reputation that Riker has and the idea that Riker's done things off-screen... Is Isn't much really bigger, the, but the yeah. idea is that the, the idea is that Riker goes to Risa and just does everyone that moves. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, he does. That's the idea. Um, and uh, and a great podcast I listened to called Make It So suggested that uh, that uh, Quark from DS Nine and Riker would both quit their jobs, go to Risa, and become sexually active investigators on a show called Risa Nights. <laughs> that's fucking awesome and that Quark, Quark would be the seedy guy who facilitated the deal. oh yeah yeah absolutely and that, and that, and I totally that see that Riker would come in as sort of the suave as the suave guy yeah. that's like what's your problem Dave <laughs> and I want to see that show they also po- postulated and I may have brought this up before that they should go into the future and find out that the entire galaxy has beards 
because Riker has seeded the yes, you did, seeded, because he's seeded, seeded the, the universe, DNA, the DNA of every species with his beard <laughs> DNA. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, so um, interestingly, Riker is also um, the character who is in the longest term relationship in uh, in yeah. all of Star Trek. Yeah, in that he is in a relationship with Counselor Troy that precedes the the first the, the first episode episode, and it's a relationship that they ends come in, ba- that ends that up ends in their marriage in yep. their in not just their final appearance, but they actually um, their final appearance is, I guess, their chronologically their their final appearance is Nemesis. Now they both appear in the final episode of of Enterprise, but that's supposed to be further back in time. Right, right. So their final chronological exp- uh, um, appearance is Nemesis, and they they do they are married at that point. Yep. So they have the longest. Which is why it's it's which is why he goes out and just has all kinds of crazy sex because all along he's he's in love with her and yeah. it's just about the sex. Yeah, which is which I guess they never want to play like he's re- except a couple of times we talked about before the, you know a the, couple of times when he seemed to have an emotional attachment yeah yeah you know um so okay Riker, let, let's just go down the cast real quick data anything for you hell yeah really? he's fully functional programmed to multiple techniques are you kidding <laughs> he's got a fuck factor of 10 because he can do shit that a regular dude cannot do do you think it vibrates oh it has to vibrate it has to it has to Noonien Sung design data Hold on, wait a second. Mr. A, just sit on the side of the couch, please. Go ahead. So how twisted would he have to be to make this, full, quote, fully functional, to make data and have him do shit that a regular human being couldn't do? Like, is he making a love doll or is he making an android? Of, Here's of, the deal. He's making humanity. he's making I mean, a supreme being. Yeah, the, 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 the definitive answer, Mr. Mr. A, the definitive answer, he's making a love doll. no seriously if you could make a dude if you personally could fabricate and make a dude tell me tell me and and, 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 and you considered him your son and so this is important and you considered him your son would you not make him the best man you could i would have a problem sexualizing someone that i was making my son so giving my son a vibrating penis would be difficult for me to do so really you wouldn't love your son enough to send him out in the world, but I'm ready not, to make a bunch of women happy. But, but I'm not Noonien Soong, who has been exhibited to be very different than me in a, in a, diff- in a number of ways. In, in, a, in a different, he's a different, he's a different breed of cat. Clearly, absolutely. So, so he was more pragmatic than that. Yeah. So okay, so that's that's Data. Data, who we know has had sex a couple of times, most notably with Tasha Yar. Oh. Um, okay, Tasha Yar in that episode, how fucking hot was she? Oh, the whole time, you know, people. Oh my god, like always, yes. But in that episode in particular, when she was just like, people don't <laughs> dig Tasha. People don't. What? People don't dig shut your mouth. No, they don't. They they. How they, do you not want to fuck that? No, they they really they really dislike Tasha, and and I. I think that she was way hot, and I never. Oh my God, was she hot! I never ever saw the episode of Red True Diaries where she showed her boobs. I never <gasps> saw that episode. It doesn't I know, I exist. Don't I don't remember it. But I, I must know. find this episode now. I want to so, see her titties. I watched a lot of Red True Diaries. So, um, <laughs> I didn't break that tape. So, so that's her. Um, <laughs> who else? All right, Jordy. Anything? Mm-mm. You know the problem is with Jordy is that he's shown to be awkward and unsuccessful in love. That he's. I honestly know. For me, that's not his problem because like that that can have the effect for me personally anyway of, of endearing a character to me. Sure, he was. I, I he was um, endearing. But to I me, think but. what it is about Jordy is he's 
I think it's the reading rainbow. I, it, might, you know, it might be the I reading think, rainbow. Um, I think that really hurts him, unfortunately. Um, and Because he just seems like the sweet, cool dude that you'd want to hang with, but I wouldn't want to fuck him. Interesting. You know? Like, I want to ha- have really cool conversations with him, but I wouldn't want to fuck him. Sounds like me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, that's Jordy. Who else? Who else? Although, Wesley, although, Wesley although, hold on. Back up a second. Yeah. There is a circumstance in which, in which Jordy could get it. And that's if yeah. he bent me over the back of something in engineering and just fucked the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would know right where to go because he has the visor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not making any mistakes. You don't have to. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell him to go to a different spot. You can go. He knows exactly what's <laughs> going on. Um, the question about Jordy is: Do you think with his visor and his implants that 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 he, he they show that he sees on like different spectrums? They right. Show, He's so got, he doesn't see people the way you see people. But you, you get know? the idea that he can. Like he looks at Data's paintings and No, that he that not that he doesn't see stuff, but it's just it's different than what we see and he has a whole kind of different world if you will. Well, I w- here they do show that at one point, but I wonder if the vi- visor has gotten an upgrade because later on he evaluates Data's paintings. They don't go when he looks at Data's paintings, he doesn't go, "I can't see what you painted." You know, he 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 can look at the paint. He can see just like us, like video. He can see. It's just that I I always got the sense that he could change what he saw. Oh, I see what you're saying. That he could like that he could change to different spectrums. So could he change to the could he change to the X ray spectrum? The question being is 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 he walking around just checking chicks out? Uh, yeah, and is that why he's never really successful with women? Because every woman he sees, he can see naked whenever he wants, and so there's no. That's why he's a completely non romantic character. No, because just because he could see like why he would still be trying to fuck that. I, but again, it's it's. And if anything, I would think the fact that he's seen them naked already would like make him more at ease, right? Because like there's no mystery there that 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 makes that can make a dude flustered. Yeah, but mi- mystery, mystery, and that flusteredness is part of romance. And without that, maybe that's why he always just sort of came off oh, as as familiar. I gotcha. That's, yeah, that's a fair point, sir. I mean, if I were, especially once they upgraded the eyes for first contact, if they're like we're putting ocular implants in, I'd go listen. <laughs> this is what they gotta do. First of all, they gotta zoom so I can see Zephyr Cochran from far away. But then the other thing they have to do, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that they have to do is they have to be able to see ladies' undergarments. Um, hello, <laughs> we've lost Alexia. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What are you looking at? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you I'm looking so- at? There's you- something funky hanging from underneath this table. Is there? Uh, yes. This thing. The, yes. The rope. It's a little cord. It's just a piece of rope. So I'm not going to ask. All right. It's what we hung the former host from. Um, what? what? Um, okay. So uh, uh, Wesley Crusher? It's, it's difficult because he's a little boy. He's not always a little boy. But but I knew him as a little boy. He's like 19 by the time the show ends. But I knew him as a little boy and that's So that's dirty. too much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which brings us to Counselor Troy and Beverly Crusher. Here's the thing. Oh, here it comes. Here, well, no, from a guy's point of view, they're, I'm, they're, I'm listening. they are my choices for the course of the show. And I would say my problem is is that clearly Counselor Troy is supposed to be the, the uh, hot one. The hot one. They put her on the bodysuit. She should never be in that bodysuit. She doesn't have the body for that bodysuit. It's not flattering on her. The color is wrong. The cut is wrong. Everything about the bodysuit is wrong. And I would say that I did not find her attractive until she put on a Starfleet uniform. And suddenly she changed her makeup, changed her hair, and she was in a Starfleet uniform. And suddenly she was really pretty. But I didn't find her attractive to like season. You mean six. when she was in the little dress? I mean the the little dress, but I also mean she had that sort of gray bodysuit. 
And then the orange one that was always a, like a V-cut bodysuit. Oh, I dug the bodysuits. I, I actually, strangely enough, did not dig the little mini dress. I didn't dig either one on her. I didn't think they were... I felt her hair was always kind of wrong. I felt like they didn't really get... Uh, once they put her in a Starfleet uniform... I love uniform, all that hair. I'm just once saying. they put her in a Starfleet uniform, I liked her. And then, you know, I definitely... Uh, of, of all her looks, I prefer her the most in the... You know, if we're talking about which is her everyday kind of clothes. Which is which is interesting. The other, the other thing that was... Um, I don't like the straight hair counselor Troy from the movies at all. When her hair is straight and she is no longer counselor. We talked about this, how she's now just Marina Sirtis. She's not playing counselor Troy. Anymore. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right, right. I don't right. find her. She seems I, I, pr- yeah, I prefer her more with the curly hair as well. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Counselor uh, uh, Beverly Crusher, I always felt was the sexier of the two. It's weird for me to say because Beverly Crusher looks a little like my mom. Yeah, because I was going to um, say there that that's the only thing about Beverly is that she's that she's got I'm not, and I'm not saying that she's not beautiful. She is, she is gorgeous. Beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely in, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's in good shape. She's yeah. She's, she's, she's well put together. She's secure, but and, there is something about her that is motherly. Sometimes, sometimes. I mean, I don't like when she's having sex with a candle. You know, the worst episode of Star Trek ever. When she's having sex with the ghost in a candle? Oh, right. When the, when the ghost of the candle goes into I'm her... I'm sorry, all I'm hearing is, is sex with a candle, and I have a <laughs> no, vision no. Of, of her no, with, like, that. a melting wax candle just shoving it no. in her vajayjay, so I'm wow. sorry. Um, <laughs> I... But that's... Um, wow, I'm blushing. <laughs> oh, look at that. He's turning um, red. I really am. You I'm, are. It's quite I'm amusing. Genu- I genuinely am. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Let's try it. Vajayjay. Stop it. <laughs> It's called Down There. <laughs> um, yeah, here's the thing. They, they have, they, especially in Generations, they have uh, that shot where the two Cleon sisters say, human women are so repulsive. Yes. And they have that shot of her. And she is gorgeous. She's beautiful. And that shot particularly, she looks almost angelic. Yeah. And, and I think that's what, that's what hurts her fuck factor. Because you, she's, so, she's so nice. And yeah. for me, I don't want to do terrible things to her then. No, I, and I never got this. You know? There's no one on Next Gen in terms of main characters. Now, Ashley Judd, young Ashley Judd, 21-year-old Ashley Judd. Ugh. Oh, is Robin Leffler? Yeah, <sighs> I, was in, I was into that. Hell yeah. Um, uh, uh, like 22-year-old um, Fabka Jensen. Oh my when god, I love Bomka Jensen. In the perfect oh. mate. Uh, <gasps> she's again, so pre hot. pre Xenia on a top and Jean Grey. It's you know, she's there. Although uh, really Xenia on a top. Oh she's oh astounding. God is she hot. Oh, I need it. <laughs> um so so that's that's next gen. And I think the next gen again has it's a relatively for a show that tries to be overtly sexual, it's a relatively sexless show. Yeah. Um so let's jump over to DS9. Um, yes, let's. Captain Benjamin Cisco. Cisco, honestly, he doesn't. He, he doesn't do it for me in got, the way that a captain does because he's not. He's Commander Cisco. He's captain later. Later, but when you first meet him, have you gotten to the part of DS Nine when he's captain? Once no. he's shaved his head and grown the goatee. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because but, cause that guy, not, not the Captain Scooby, but once he shaves his head and gets goatee, you could, you, that guy would take you. I mean, that you, you say, I'm Captain Cisco, and I'm going to take you. <laughs> and I feel like I also, I feel like I know that actor. I, I can't think of what, but I think a I man, knew. A man called Hawk from Spencer for Hire. 
Okay. So I, I knew him from something else, and I think that inhibited my ability to see him. as And, and because he was the commander of a space station, it's just not the same fuck factor associated with that. See, and, I, and, and I would and I, I would I would postulate that of all the captains, he seems to me to be the most almost almost a Kirk like sexuality to him. Well say. what like when you're talking about like once he's Captain Cisco, I see what you mean. There's a he, there's he a, definitely has a fuck factor. There's a, there's a passion and he cooks yes. and he likes jazz music and he's yes. passionate about he's he's religious and spiritual and he and he's you know dogmatic about his feelings about about you know the the history of black people and 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 the fact that he doesn't want to go in the hall suite at some points because he feels like it's not an accurate portrayal of how blacks are treated in the twenties, and and you know, and and the fact that he is he is in tune. He's the only person, only human who's in tune with their. I love the way. It, as a side note, we'll talk about Cisco and Sure at some point, but um, he's the only human who's in tune with their heritage. Um, even Picard. French Picard, who speaks with a British accent and makes wine, right? You know, you know, Cisco is 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 he is African American. He's from Louisiana. Mm. He's he is, and he is proud of all of all that, that heritage and of being a Starfleet officer. And it's all it's no longer like I don't know what. Like later, we find out that Beverly is is I think Irish, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, for him, it matters, and it matters to him, and yet it plays into a fully rounded character, and that's why I think that he is. Like why I think that he is. So what do you, what would you assign his fuck factor? If I were a woman, I would say that he was Kirkish. It's hard for me to have a scale. I don't. The, the, here's See, the, here's here, the thing. Here, I'm like, not. I'm not spending DS9 looking at him because there's lots for me to look at at DS9. Um, here, here's the thing. I think what makes what ruins Cisco for me, if you if you want to call it that, is that when it came to Deep Space Nine, I had such a hard on for Bashir. It was not uh, even funny. Let's jump over to the great so, doctor, like, Julian so to Bashir. be clear, I think, I think before once we go we, any before further, because we, well, we, well, we should on. give Cisco his due. Okay. So, Captain Cisco, I would say has Sha- shaved head, goatee. Yeah, confident, achieves com- achieves yeah. a rating of a fuck factor of nine. Okay. But no, nobody trumps Kirk for me. Except for maybe Julian Bashir. Except for maybe Julian. Bashir. Now here's a question for you: How far have you gotten on DS9? I mean, it's hard to say. How far have you gotten on DS9? He hasn't watched any. He's seen Trouble with Tribbles and that's it. I feel like we, with Mr. A in the room, it's going to be really hard to talk about Julian Bashir because Julian Bashir goes through major character development that makes you change the way you entirely... What? You'll forget about it? Yeah. Okay. Fine, let's do it. Let's spoil it then. Um, Spoiler for for Dr. Bashir. When you find out in season six that he's actually genetically engineered and the whole boyish foppish thing that he was doing at the beginning is a deliberate act to cover the fact that he is a superior human being and then he's ultimately confident and better than everybody at anything that his mind is like a computer and that he's faster and that he's that they can say what are the odds of and he'll jump in like he's fucking c-3po um and you find out that the reason he acted so boyish to begin with is because he's trying to cover up the fact that he is actually superior does that change it for you? Or did I just spoil something major you didn't know? You may have, but I'm going to tell you what. Because by the end, he is he is confident and completely... I'm going to tell you what. ...assured of himself. I, I, the, mm, I mean, you're talking to a person who has a standee of the man. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, 
what's crazy about that is right like has such a hard on for him and when you tell me stuff like that like it's all this like kind of you know veneer to to hide that he's actually a super fucking ninja <sighs> yeah, because yeah, because you know what? Like, I don't dig that it's a lie, but I kind of dig the super fucking ninja thing. Oh yeah, well, and and it's and it's a lie deliberately because he doesn't want people to know how good he really is. That every failure he ever has when he's playing darts with with it's like, bullshit. There's a great ep- that well when they discover that that's what he is. It's a great episode where where finally uh, Chief O'Brien says, "Play darts with me, really play," and he just goes kabing kabing kabing. Right in the middle, three it's times in a row, awesome. and you find out that every time he's lost at anything, he's done it on purpose. He's so hot, and let's just say, like, do you think? Do you think? And I think, I think this. I've decided that <laughs> that they wrote it that 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 evolved that way because of how hot and amazing that man is. I'm just saying. Oh, I think he was he was on there. He was to be the male sex symbol on the show. I think was the idea for him. Okay, because he really. Hot. Also, also <laughs> has had an interesting post-Trek career. It was one of the really interesting post-Trek careers. Um, let's talk about that actor's during the show real-life wife, um, ah. Nana Visitor. Now, here's the thing: the generally accepted truth on that show is that Dax is the hot one. God, she is. I'm sorry. Uh, Nothing na- beats them little dots coming down on the side. You know what? I, I found know. Nana Visitor, especially by the end of the show. When she was a little older, she got, she had to be pushing mid-30s by the end of the show. And once she was out of her God, 20s, and she, and she has... Here's the thing, though. But she like she had sort of still the, the, the face of youth when the show started, but her lines were a little more chiseled. By the end of the show. All right, I got um, it. And I found her so attractive at the end of the show. Um, one of those women that just looks better when she's older than she did when she was younger. Um, and even now, when I see pictures of her, she is freaking gorgeous. She is pretty smoking. Um, and I, I think, though, the difference is, for me anyway, is that she occurs as petite. But she can kick your ass. But but that's not what. See, I'm not one of those people. I like a big bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I don't. I mean, there's there's an appeal with a tiny little one. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love petite women. But that's not that's not my thing. But like, she's and, not I, and cute. I would don't get me don't get me wrong. I would I I would do things with her. I'm just saying. I like that's not my preference, generally speaking. But the, I, which is why Dax. Trumps. She, she never occurred to me as petite because she could kick your ass. You know, later on there's a character who is petite who you don't feel that about. Um, all right, let's talk about Dax real quick. Um, always thought she. Well, was, so what's her fuck factor then? Oh gosh. Um, would seven, you would you give non visitor a fuck a fuck factor of ten, of ten? Seven and a half. Then who the fuck gets a ten? I'm I'm curious as hell. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> I need With to. Bated breath. I want to know how much I can spoil on DS9. Just, fu- just it's fun. Whatever. What? You guys have to be able to talk about it. All right. So I'm gonna major spoiler for DS9. I'm gonna ruin a major part of DS9. Why do you have to do this in order to talk about how sexy Dax? Because is? I'm the, the sexiest character on the show is Ezri Dax. In my opinion. And this is your ten. Is that what you're saying? She is like a nine for me. Listen, then, I, then we'll talk about it at another be, day. So, she, so say she that might it's be a my nine ten. and don't, and she don't tell me. She might be my me. 10. She might be my 10. Esri, That's a 10. Ezri Dax might be my 10. Okay. And and the fact that I just named her as Ezri Dax should tell you what the spoiler is, if you don't already know. 
my brain's not functioning very well right Good. now and I'm letting it not function Good. very yeah. well right now. <laughs> but yeah, Esri Dax is is my 10. Also Belana Torres from Voyager. I had two Here's the thing, I never I never found her really sexy when I watched the show, but I had two very vivid sex dreams about her when I was younger. And those sex dreams of every time I look at her, all I can think about is the incredibly vivid sex dreams I had about Belana Torres. Not about Roxanne Dawson, who played Belana Torres, but about Belana Torres. <laughs> That's great. Um, which is interesting. And I've seen Roxanne Dawson, she's a lovely woman, but it's it the attraction is not there for me. But Belana Torres, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um just i had that i had those that's, crazy sex that's times. funny um real quick because we are we are going real long on this <laughs> real long <laughs> um, other people um uh yeah i think we got to jump off of DS- ds9 because everything i'm going to ask you is going to be how do you feel once this happens how do you f- yeah do let's not do that, that let's save that for later because i am i i am ruining major parts let's of just DS9. save it for later so um so suffice to say there are other people on ds9 who might find sexy Gold Ducat. No. Um, no. No. That dude is not sexy. But he's an astounding actor. Absolutely. My, but he's not hot. My favorite actor on DS9 is is is. Michael I could Lennon, see that. I could plays, see that. He's, he's really fucking he's good. Really like good. no right, doubt. Jumping over to Voyager. Um. Uh. Let's just. We got to go through fast. So let's say Captain Janeway absolutely sexless. She probably doesn't have genitals. Um. But she has a lizard voice. And that's dude, she's cool. hot. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, do it to me. I like it so much when you do it to me like this. Oh, my God. Yes. Harder. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't do it. That Hello. is not what she sounds like. She has a very sexy voice. Yes, I, I have a very sexy voice because I'm Captain Janeway. <laughs> Chakotay? Chakotay does it for me a little bit. For me, on that show. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that we've yet to come across a character whose who's like fuck factor for you was less than five. It's astounding. There's like no, there's been no one who you're even Captain Cisco who you're like I can't really think of in a very sexual way. Well, then you brought up that he was when he was Captain he's Cisco. Like a, I I know Jordy's. It's hard for me to think of him sexually. He's like a low seven. But then <laughs> just. Like basically everyone on Star Trek you wanted to do. Listen, I like Star Trek a lot. <laughs> wow. That's great. Um uh so let's go through Tom Paris. Tom Paris. He I I feel like he was supposed to be the sex symbol on that show yeah. and he wasn't it for me. Um I'll say you always talk about Voyager as being a problem with the whose baby is it? bit um oh yeah um i i never had a problem because i know whose baby it was um and it and it was really not a soap opera thing at all the baby's the the, the, whose well, the baby way they was, cut the trailer was the trailers for it was sucked i would say the one that i almost jumped off they did a trailer going dinosaurs on voyager when right when like jurassic park two or three was coming out and the fact is that was actually a really good episode but they really? tra- they tried to sell it as dinosaurs on Voyager, and it it was actually really a lot more. It was like one. So this of, is a case of the trailers screwing up the, yeah, the reality. Absolutely, where they they, right. they would try to take the trailers to appeal to what they thought the mass audience would like instead of what the Trek audience. But that would. but that pisses me off. That's not yeah, okay. But that's not even the the producers of the show don't even cut the trailers though. You know, it's, it has nothing to do with the shows or the writers. They don't have any. So Tom Paris, what I liked about Tom Paris is that he becomes a family man at the end. He's married and the baby is his and he's married to Bellana. And and it's all about him being a family man. And I dug that. 
I really dug that. Okay. Um, he became, you know, a guy who's obsessed with the 80s and, and the 50s and the 20th century and has a jukebox and watches cartoons and, you know, and b- is building a car. And I dug that a lot. Um, Harry Kim, nothing for you? That's who it is for me. Harry Kim, really? Yep. I met him. <gasps> Really? Garrett Wong. I'll, I'll when we get on. How uh, hot is he in person? Like I can uh, ask. If you. you jump on my look, my name's Justin Tim Payne. Jump on my Facebook and you'll see my picture. It's a picture of him holding a copy of Digits vs Zombies, and That's I'll show it to you when we're done. Awesome. Uh, first of all, you like him more now because his hair is down to his chin. Um, uh, his <gasps> oh. name's you love him more because his name is not Garrett Wang, which makes you want to laugh at him. His name's Garrett Wong, which is even cooler. That's um, what, what's interesting is I never thought his name was anything but. I Garrett thought it was Wang. Wang. It was W A N G. What am I going to think? It says Wang. That's well, but, but that's Wang. not what I thought. Um, I also he was on a podcast called Geeks On, where he talked about how he didn't like doing a lot of Voyager and how he, you know, has been hard since, but how he loves the fans and he loves Star Trek and he was so excited to start and then Voyager, you know, he felt really repressed by the producers and 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 he was very forthcoming, but became like sounded really cool. If you want to become a Garrett Wong fan, listen to the Geeks On. Uh, podcast that he is on and he's really he seems like a cool dude and then he just he was just on that like for me that's who it was on that like i feel like for every iteration of the show right there's like the one that's you know the one that i'm like ah oh, over and on voyager it was absolutely him um, hands down no doubt and it was funny to me because i knew that paris was supposed to be like i was cognizant of the fact that they're that they're like hey this guy here see this one he's yeah. the sex symbol and yet i'm i'm looking at this guy over here <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like which is how i felt about counselor about uh Dr. about crusher. about crusher um uh the doctor oh you mean about troy like troy yeah. is here i have the sex yeah. symbol and you're like no no for me it's now, you. jumping over you. to the doctor on voyager Interesting thing about him is that he became the romantic lead of the show as far as I was concerned. That is interesting. That by the he starts off as so curmudgeon and by the end he's the one who your heart breaks for. Much I like, love him though, and that's because of Interspace. Much well much but. like <laughs> mu- much like Odo on DS9. They both start as the outsider character. They both start mm-hmm. as, as the curmudgeon that nobody likes. But that they, are funny. They're the funny curmudgeon. Yeah, you but know? they but they both evolve into these very romantic like they feel more than everybody else. And that's what I find very, very interesting about both those characters. Why those, both those characters are my favorite. I mean, he's clearly head, head and shoulders, the best actor on the show. The doctor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. He really is. He's, there's just, and there's just something about him as a, like, you know, just certain people that you see on screen, like Jimmy Stewart had it. Like there's just something likable about Jimmy Stewart. What do you know about that? That's pretty good. Um, well, was, uh, Jimmy Stewart's a big fan of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he likes to fuck while watching make, it. Make it show in my balls. No, in my pants. In my pants. I made it so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, interestingly. But, but, but there's something. But what I was getting at is there's something about. Well, him even, as well. Even that's, when he was th- on the Wonder Years, he was the asshole who your heart broke for. Yeah, like there's just there's a likable quality about him. Yeah, and I hear he's a really really cool guy. I, I, he's a, a a very close family friend of ours. is really good friends with him. Um, uh, side note: This is kind of cool. Janeway only ever had one uh, romantic relationship on the show, and it was a, with a holographic barkeep in Ireland. Remember? I think that, I do actually the the actor's that. name is Fintan McCown, and he is he is a very he's he's practically like an uncle in law. 
I've never met him, but I've met his wife, Madeline, who um, was essentially an exchange student with my, his wife, Madeline, was an exchange student with my uh, grandmother for like two years. So in the house, it was my eight aunts and uncles, aunt and uncles and my dad and her. And so she keeps showing up at events and eventually she goes, you know, my husband was on Star Trek. And I was like, oh, really? Who? And she goes, well, he was the holographic barkeep. And so that's wow. like, and they've even said that should I want to go out to LA at some point and meet some of the Star Trek people that they are friends with? That's why I said that the doctor is like a family friend that I could. Um, and so I'd when say, are we going? It's a, it's something, you know, I've thought about trying to get an interview with him for this show and I'll, we probably could, but I just feel like I don't want to invade their space and stuff, but, um, but a cool, cool ass family, just are awesome, awesome folks. I mean, would it really be invading their space just to be like, Hey. I don't know. I'm I, not saying, listen, I love you guys, but I'm not talking about all. anybody else here but me right now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. And, and, and Mr. A. Even I, <laughs> even I was a little starstruck when I found that out. You know, I was like, Maddie, really? You're, Fenton just, because I knew, I knew of Fenton. He's, he's really, you know, Fenton or, yeah. yeah. I think mm. it might be Fenton. I know I might be pronouncing, mispronouncing. I have to check. Anyway, the, um, I, the last, the two on Voyager talk, to, talk about first, Jennifer Leanne is Kess. Um, once she let her hair out of that stupid wig and she had the long hair. Even with the wig, she is cute as a little I button. thought. I thought, but once she was out of the wig, she was hot. Um, I can see that. There's something about long hair. Like when you stick a, a short little pixie kind of I love look. the pixie t- cut though. I, lo- I love that when it's real, but it looked like a wig over long hair. So it looked like it didn't look right on her head. But I'm just like, there's, there's a way that that can tend to, to cutify. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not saying always, but like that's generally what happens. Well, they also dressed her in really clunky clothes and stuff. And by the end, they were dressing her in and, you know sultry kind of and stuff. And then they kicked her off the show. And on the episode she left, they replaced her with a female Borg. On the same episode that she left the show, they replaced Enter seven her. of nine. Enter seven of nine. Um, Sixty of nine. Um, I was never really super mega attracted to her like everybody else in the world was. And she is a stunning woman. And despite that. Despite not being attracted to her, I still might be really attracted to her. Um, you just, she's overwhelmingly so. Um, and I found that I've, I've never been really into the tall, lanky, big books. On that's not See, that's what I'm into. Give me some of that. I was never into like Pamela Anderson or anything. I was always into the cute, little cute. And, and if you look at me you know, my wife, she's, yeah, I can she's, see that. she's pretty. But she's little and she's cute. And I love that. That's what I find super mega attractive, much more so than the other. Um, I always preferred cast to seven. But she was also such a great actress, and she did such a great job of the character. And 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 ultimately, when I could personalize her, I found her a lot more attractive. But I understand she she was the reason a lot of people watched that show. Uh, that of that, I'm certain. Yeah. I mean, I would do them both. I'm just saying. They, you a know, lot of people wanted time, to be three one assimilated by her. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, jumping to Enterprise real quick. Uh, uh, Captain Archer. It's all about the bacula. Back, really, for you? He's, he exuded sexuality. For oh you? my God! A lot of people. Quantum were into, leap. Hello. A lot of people were into trip though. The southern, the southern. Oh boy. The 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 southern uh, engineer trip. A lot of people found him to be the sexy one from the show. I, I think just for because it's the bacula. Yeah. You know, it, there's something about that man. I will say this about that man. I go back and I watch Quantum Leap, and I think he's less attractive than he was on Enterprise. I think he looks better as an older guy. And now he's on a on a show called Yeah, he he, he, he there's He's something. on a show now called Men of a Certain Age where they kind oh, of are talking yeah. about the fact that he's in his fifties. And I think he even looks better now than he did Yeah, he's hot. That, he's like, he, he is, is hot he is, right now. What? The movie he did a movie with Matt Damon. I don't know. Um 
what one that would we be? We see a preview for it. Or we actually watch the movie. Do 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 boo. Oh, the informant. Fix, yeah. Oh yeah, the informant. Yeah. Yes. He was hot on that show. Um, but that movie, so he's you know he's saying. and he is a good looking guy. I felt like Trip was Trip was supposed to be the attractive one. I felt like if anyone on the show had sort of a, the, again they would always have Trip rubbing down to Paul with jelly and. You know, everyone on that show was cut. I'm that, not feeling to Paul. That was no, neither am I. Um, I'm and, sorry, but I just there. She's by, just so. I mean, I can absolutely step back and see how that's an attractive person. Well, and, and, but season one, I can see how that's an attractive. By season four, she just looked weird. I mean, it's she not lost just, like, too much weight. She was. She. Looked I can see where she's an attractive ghastly. woman, but there's nothing about her to me that's compelling. By season four, she looked ghastly, and that's the best word I can find for the way she looked. She looked like a skeleton. She just didn't look right. Um, yeah, bitch can get too skinny. Yeah, um, I would say everyone on the for me for me on that show was Hoshi, the 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 um, the linguist, the cunning linguist. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you said that just so that you could say yeah. that. No, I thought I think I think, <laughs> I think that that actress was the was the prettiest of of the bunch as far as actresses are concerned. Yeah, <laughs> she's a, she's a, <laughs> a linguist actually. Um, but uh, yeah, I felt like everyone else, you know, Doctor Flox, no thanks. Um, although he's he's great on True Blood, he's even grosser on True Blood. He was he was my favorite. Doctor Flox is my favorite actor on the show. He, I feel like he was the only one who really did it. I even felt like the Bacula kind of blew it a few times, but that Flox was always always on. Um, but uh, no sexual attraction there. Um, no, for me it was Hoshi. I mean, I certainly there's something to be said for talent being attractive because that'll yeah, do it well for that's me, that, there's something about that certainly but for me it was hoshi she's cute all right she's little and cute it's you Much and the little and cute ball. yeah well it, I, it, i'd break a bitch that small i'm just saying wow i i in no way would like to see that um <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying I, yeah. you know i don't want to be worried about whether she's breakable i just you know i'm just saying yeah, I I think that that show. The interesting thing about that show is that show was supposed to be the most overtly sexual. Everybody's rubbing each other down. Everybody's in their underwear or shirtless at one point or another. Everyone on that show is in insanely good shape, uh, much more so than any of the other shows. And ultimately, the show felt less attractive. Yeah, all around. Like I would have to say, of like if you were to take all of the shows, I would say that that's. It's filled with the most attractive people. That's the thing that people on that show. But that's not really what it's about. Yeah, it's it's you you like, found you, you, the fuck factor comes from the character. Like certainly the physical attractiveness is important. Let's not. Say, I mean, it's it's yeah. like a relationship. You know what I mean? It's just like that. Like physical attractiveness takes it is is and important. It takes into account. But who they are is what really makes up to, the bulk if, of the fuck factor. If you factor. were to take the the photo of the actress from Enterprise and put it next to any of the other casts, it is the most attractive cast. Yet if you watch yep. if you watch the show, it is the least attractive cast. Yep, that's really absolutely that is very interesting but true. Um, there's so much. I, I thought we'd go short on this one, and we have gone an hour and twenty minutes. On Clearly, sex. you don't know me well enough yet. Yeah, see, <laughs> when we talk about sex, and we just go forever. Um, so what do we talk? I don't know about you, but I do. Um, ooh, ooh, no, no, oh. no! I'm so sleepy. Good night. Um, <laughs> um, this this has been orgasmic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Orgasmic, such I, a great word. Um, by the way, uh, what what is our what are our post coital uh, conversation going to be about? <laughs> no idea. I think that it is. Uh, I think that it is time to let's have a let's. Uh, you want to do next gen? Want to do a next gen overview next time? I suppose we can. Do we can that. do a next gen overview next time. 
doing your overviews. I mean, it's a, well, we're it's funny to me because we try to do an overview, and then what happens is we get like caught up in details. You want to? You like, want to do a detail? Specify. Let's do. Let's do a detail one. Let's. Not, we'll save next gen overview for later. Detail one next time. Next episode, Captain Kirk. We're just gonna in detail. We're talk gonna. About we're gonna the talk Kirk. about the Kirk. Oh, we'll dissect down. the Kurt. Let's see. Let's see what's on his insides. So, Captain Kirk is next. Sex <laughs> Stick about the slab and see what's next. Sexisode of Trek Off. <laughs> so for Trek Off, I'm Justin and I'm Alex. Trek Off. Trek Off, bitches.